0: I find it disconcerting. There will be an appropriate time and a place to review policy. What does this rapporteur even do? The liberals and conservatives want to play a political game and score points. I
1: think it's pretty self-explanatory. You're actually sharing half of the story. Lies, 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 yeah! Lies, 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 yeah! Lies, 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 yeah! Lies, 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 yeah! It is 1046. Is that time in the show that we join our friend Tom Korski, who will uh, maybe try to explain the unexplainable. And that is, uh, Tom, how come the RCMP did not have enough gumption to investigate the prime minister when it came to SNC? Because I'm getting the impression, Tom, it's not that they didn't have reason to. It's just, I guess, Brenda Lucky was doing her job.
0: Uh, Alex, I think it's because their comfort zone is enforcing the highway... uh... Traffic Act. If it's more than a speeding ticket, they get confused, and it takes forever. You know, SNC-Lavalin either pled out or was found guilty of fraud, illegal campaign contributions, bribery, uttering a forged document, bid rigging. I I, I could go on, but the implication was, and (laughs) the friends of Cabinet have never been able to counter this. And this is pretty rough. If you're a small business or you're poor in this country, you're going to jail. But if you're a big business and you have money and you have friends in the prime minister's office, it's going to be a okay. And it sure was for those guys.
1: Well, hey, they've got cabinet cabinet documents and they won't release them. And and, but the the, the other thing is, though, that the RCMP was not remotely curious enough to even try to push? Did anyone even, like, stand up or get out of their chair? Did they just go talk to Miss Lucky and say, what do you think, boss? What should we do? <laughs> nothing. For, for sure.
0: yeah. uh, No, absolutely. But but white-collar crime, Canada is an international joke on white-collar mm-hmm. crime. I, I, I don't uh, know if the average Canadian knows that. But these sorts of things are studied internationally. And we rate terribly. We're not as bad as Italy, but we're nothing to be proud of. Oh,
1: no, we've and- got a terrible crime here,
0: yeah. Uh, and 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 the reason is exactly that i mean the, the Maudis are basically a you know they're constables so if you're speeding or if they if it's essential basic policing of violent crime in communities where they are the contracted law enforcement agency no problem mm-hmm. if it involves Sleazy dealings between high government officials and millionaire uh, engineering companies in Quebec. Forget it. The, and, and everyone knew that going in. Just, uh, of course, this does nothing to address a growing public cynicism about really values. It, and it doesn't. And, and guess what? They don't care.
1: They don't, well, I, I'm just going to say, if this happened on the green belt, it would have been checked out. I'm just going to say, next time... This SNC go do the, do it on the green belt something <laughs> then they'll investigate media won't leave it alone for years. Uh, meanwhile, Christian Freeland, uh, as we you know get news on economic numbers that'll probably mean another interest rate hike at the end of the month, uh, she kind of missed her forecast. How do you miss the forecasts if you not by a little bit? She missed her forecast by sixteen percent. How, how, did, how, how is that?
0: Over, over $6 billion, her forecast. Yeah. Like, it, it wasn't like someone forced a forecast on her. Math is hard. Alex, this is bad. Mm. Federal finances are out of control. Now, they have missed forecasts before. Bill Morneau, in his last pre-pandemic budget, missed his forecast by 34%. <laughs> oh, oh, sure. You say, how is that? Well, that, that's not budgeting. I mean, that means, that means you're spending like you're at the casino getting drinks. When you have a former Bank of Canada governor like David Dodge who says, you know, I've appeared at finance committees for 50 years and I'm telling you it is coming. You are going to pay more for less. You will pay higher taxes for service cuts. You don't have a choice. Minister Freeland will have a budget update before Christmas. She doesn't have a choice. There will be more gruesome numbers in there. But the implication, she hasn't hit one forecast yet. And I mean, when you're batting zero, you don't get to play minor league baseball, but you do get to be the finance minister of a G7 country.
1: But she tries but she does try.
0: You know what? Saying I did my best just doesn't cut it anymore, Alex. The kids are going to be paying the interest on these bonds for the rest of their working lives. It's just, I think it's selfish and cruel. That's just me.
1: Maybe she's just really busy, a busy woman. Like Melanie yeah. Jolie. I don't know. They're all just busy. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, and I almost ch- i chuckled at this if it weren't so... Um, Pathetically scary, but the uh, Department of Canadian Heritage wants a bigger budget to monitor internet disinformation. Disinf- I can't think of a department that would be less deserving of any more money. They couldn't even figure out Laith Marouf, the career Jew hater, was on their payroll. Like, I, what, what would they be looking for as far as disinformation? Your stuff?
0: Well, uh, well, well. it does make it does raise some trouble, uh, unnerving questions, doesn't it? They spend over $7 million a year. These are research grants. What's their point here, by the way? There's something quite sinister at the end of the trail. It was called Bill C-36. It briefly appeared in Parliament two years ago, disappeared with the election, hasn't come back. But Cabinet wants it, and every time they're asked, they're still working on it, still working on it. What was Bill C-36 They were going to appoint, I love the titles, a digital safety commissioner who is going to keep an eye out for legal but hurtful content on the internet complete with blocking orders what are they doing now well they spend over 7 million a year to research I'm doing air quotes research disinformation including incorrect political beliefs I love, the phrasing is fantastic mm. uh, incorrect political beliefs i think <laughs> i could guess <laughs> yeah. we just covered that and they say it's, this is a growth industry. We need more money. There's so much incorrect thinking out there. We need more research, more money, and more research. I agree. They're, the Department of Canadian Heritage, they're something. They're really something.
1: They are. I mean, they're looking at their polling numbers saying 100 seats were down by. Oh, my God. Yes, there are many incorrect political beliefs. Look at those polling numbers.
0: Got to dig down. They got to dig. They got to correct that thinking.
1: Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, th- this is very consequential, but it is um, it is a big demand that the NDP put out on uh, the weekend in Hamilton during their policy convention, and the uh, the only way that little coalition deal breaks is if they don't get a pharmacare deal, which I'm not believing. They'll still stay, um, you know, stand with their guy, but. A pharma care deal in eight weeks. I mean, this is a eleven to thirteen billion dollar a year program. I don't know where the money's coming from. I don't know if this means you, me, or others with, you know, plans will lose their pharma um, care uh, potential. But again, we can't even do it. Mark Holland, the health minister, said, "Yeah, we can't do it. Uh, it's a bit no, of a challenge." All, all, all,
0: that's right. All of a sudden, he's talking. He's, he's discovered fiscal accountability. N- they haven't all year long. We just discussed the Minister of Finance couldn't hit her forecast with a two-by-four. But all of a sudden, Minister Holland is standing there saying, whoa, 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 this is expensive. This could be challenging. I think, Alex, uh, I don't want to talk inside baseball, but I, I think this is interesting because it, it, it will determine whether there's an election in 2024. Mm-hmm. The deal with the NDP is you must pass that pharmacare care bill by Christmas. Well, there's only 38 days left on the House calendar there's no way they're passing that unless they shoehorn it into an omnibus budget bill. But if they do that, why are they still negotiating? Because you can't write that bill on the way to work. Mm -hmm. It takes weeks to draft. The implication is if we take Mr. Holland at his word, cabinet's going to come back and say to the NDP, to hell with you. We're going to introduce a bill. We are not going to pass it by Christmas election. Dare you. Mm -hmm. And, and, and what do you think is going to happen? I, I say nothing, but we'll see.
1: Well, the NDP's broke. I say the turtle as well. I mean, they're, they're, they have moved their red line so many times.
0: It's, There's no doubt. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Once you jump into that barrel and you're headed for Niagara Falls, you don't have many options left. I agree.
1: All right. Stay tuned. I love it. I could have even had more, but uh, we'll stop it there and we'll talk again. Thank you, Thursday. Alex.
0: Thanks, Don. Thank you.
1: That is Tom Korski joining us. And he did have more. And I will uh, bring it up with him on Thursday because he had a couple of dandies in there. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone. And for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and all podcast platforms.